Point Guard is a production of iHeartRadio. Earl Washington, you know, was my idol from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Now, now, BD, you, you great point guard and all that, but Pearl Washington is the baddest dude that came out of New York City. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of the game, lovers of the game. I'm your host, Baron Davis, and this is the Point God Podcast, presented by iHeartMedia. Shout out to iHeart. Presented by Slick Sports, Lifestyle, Inside, Culture. The Point God Show is about diving into the minds of the originals, the one of ones, the creatives, the culture creators, the pioneers. How did you lead, right? All of these things that translate into business, leadership, roles, responsibilities. This Point God show extends way past just basketball. But the basketball is the paintbrush that these painters, these amazing painters, get to paint. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, basketball aficionados, our special guest, Lord. Have mercy. Hailing from Queens, New York. Y'all already know who it is. Damn, I done gave it up. Hailing from Queens, New York. The Michelangelo of Point Gods. The Sistine Chapel of Handles. The Sistine Chapel of Handles moves Dimes, score, shoulders, biggest King Kong, climbing the buildings of New York, hype, overlived it, pioneer, overdid it, the game. He orchestrated and manipulated. And his shoulders and his love and his know-how and his personality left a trail of dust for all the young point guards, including myself, were able to embody some of his magic embody some of his artillery, his artistry, his painting. The number two pick in the 91 NBA draft out of Georgia Tech. A New York God. When we say point God, I was calling him God 
the God MC, the number one ranked player above Shaq in high school, 14 years in the NBA, all-star, pioneer, artist, master, uh, master of design, master of, of, of the pick and roll, the in and out to a curl curl, the originator of the in and out, in and out, in and out, then a high curl, a dip curl, to a long left hand leg. I'm holding you on my, oh my God, I can do this all night, ladies and gentlemen. Let me bring this man in. Ladies and gentlemen, the God, point God of New York City basketball, Kenny Anderson. Hey, bro, they going, hey, whoa. What's up, DD, man? Thanks, man. <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. The God, what's up, man? much man just um you know i'm coaching down down at fist university in nashville so i had shoot around today we played tsu so it's a big time game you know yeah. we'll see i got we didn't play last year we had to cancel the, the season for COVID. Yeah. so i got a whole new team so i'm very interested on seeing how these guys you know perform against a, a d1 school such as tsu yeah and uh, that's it man so i'm excited you know about about coaching. I got into yeah. coaching because I'm yeah. high school coach. And I only did it as my high school coach, Jack Curran, rest in peace. He, you know, he he tried, he changed a lot of us uh-huh. through, high, through coaching. And that's what, something I'm trying to do. Yeah, no, I was going to say that. Like, what, what attracted you, you know, growing up, you know, in Queens, you know, in New York at that time, you know, because, you know, hip-hop was alive, graffiti was alive, you know what I mean? Like, b-boying you know what i mean and like here's a young Ken, uh, kenny a you know uh in his in, in the streets of queens you know what i mean like what attracted you to the game um well what attracted me i you know i was playing ball since six years old uh-huh. my sister used to babysit me danielle used to take me to the park okay and uh i would just you know cry for the basketball and um, and then it just got bigger for me. Yeah. But but the main reason that I played basketball was a way out, a yeah. way out of the ghetto to take care of my mother. I started notice, noticing, and my mentor Vincent Smith, who's uh-huh. Kenny Smith's older brother, got it. You know, he, he you know I asked him. I said, "Damn, you know, what could I do, you know, to to uh, get this career going and take care of my mother?" He said, "Well, you what you have." Right now is a skill to play basketball, so you should take it serious. I went, then I went to Archbishop Malloy High School. Right, you, know, you got to get the schoolwork done, so you won't, you, so you'll be eligible to play in college. So I did everything the right way, man, right. because I wanted to take care of my mother. Basically, I, that was it. That yeah. was it. it. I mean, and 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 like, just talk about one the pressure, right, of growing up in New York. You know, thinking about like middle school and now high school, and like your your goal, right? Your sole goal is like, man, I gotta take care. Whatever means necessary, this is my gift. This is my art. I gotta take care of my moms. You know what I mean? Like, talk about the pressure. You know what I mean? That that you know, because people talk about your story, right? But yeah, they don't yeah. never ask you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. like, shit, dude. Like I. 
I was a young dude at the time, but like your story in New York at the time when you were in high school, like talk about like, what was that like? Oh, my high school, you know, I was like, I was bigger than the Knicks, the Nets, the Yankees, <laughs> the Giants, yeah. the Jets. I was so bad in New York City. It was nuts. You know, I was getting publicity since 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. Daily News, the Met, uh, the New York uh, Post. Wow. All the news. <laughs> I had to grow up fast. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. I grew up fast because I had a great mentor. And I had great mentors. Uh, Pierre Turner, who was a, a, a New York City judge, who helped me greatly yeah. in high school. I, man, I, I just did, and I went to a very good high school, Archbishop yeah. Malloy High School. And uh, but but I I kind of grew up in Left Rack City, Queens, where it was rough. It was yeah. rough at the time, right? But it was like I, I went to a very good high school. So yeah. in high school, I did all my schoolwork. Yeah, and I, I went to my high school for four years straight, seven thirty in the morning to nine at night. So when I went home, I just could go to sleep because it, it was nuts. You know, they would my guys would chase me upstairs from doing wrong. They was doing wrong. They were selling drugs, doing everything, but they kept me out of that. So it was just interesting, man. Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. You know, growing up, like, you you were the dude I can relate to, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I went to Crossroads, and I was from yeah. the east side, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm up at 6 in the morning. I ain't getting home to 6.30 at night, you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm kind of avoiding all the bullshit, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, but when the bullshit come, like, the homies was like, nah, bro, let like, yeah. you need to go over here, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, like, especially, like, I can imagine if that was in New York, you know what I mean? Because yeah. L.A. is like gangbanging, you know what I mean? New York yeah. is like, you go home projects, it's like all kind of shit hustling. But, yeah. like, talk about, like, the love. Like, basketball, like, it it didn't matter if you were the judge or the yeah. drug dealer or the coach yeah. or the athlete yeah. who met. Like, like, when they saw you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, talk about, like, that energy, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like... The, the, the love, they love. That's why I love New York City. You know, I, I don't live there now. I live in um, Florida, you know, and I live in Nashville. But I always say New York is my home, Left Rack City, Queen, because those guys raised me. They raised me. And and I and I got raised from some of the roughest guys in, in, in New York. But they raised me correctly. They didn't want me to do wrong. They saw my talent. They saw my talent, and they wanted me to make it, man. And, I, and some of those guys are no longer here with me, but I love all those guys, you know what I mean? Because they had it rough, you know, you selling drugs, doing whatever they could to make ends meet, you know what I'm saying? And uh, here I, you know, I had the, 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 the goal to make it to the NBA, to get money, to take care of my mother, and I was able to do that. So it was, it was, just, a, it was just a great situation to be in. But um, and then all the hip hop. Um, I, I came up in the era of hip hop. LL Cool J, Run DMC. But my favorite rapper, my favorite rapper in the world. Everybody know this is Rock uh, Rakim. Yeah. Every, yeah. <laughs> so that that's my man. I love him. I love I love his music and everything. But it was so many rappers. I'm, I'm from you know Left Rack City, Nori. 
Noriega from um, Left Rack. Um, it's, uh, it's it's a lot of it's it's a yeah. lot of. Yeah, it's a, a lot. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of culture, and like yeah. you know, to the people listening, like when I'm watching you, right? Yeah, I'm watching you. I'm watching like this street style. You know what I mean? Like this shit is so smooth in your game, right? Yeah. But then, <laughs> no, no, seriously, bro, like this style, this street, this element, this hip hop, this culture, this this like damn height, like oh, how you getting down like that? And then when I'm watching, right, as a point guard, I'm watching somebody do all this shit, but in the most professional manner I've ever seen. You are not turning the ball over. You know what I mean? You running the club. Like, I I, I think for, you know, for you in this wave of, like, point guards that was coming in, you know, coming into high school, right, a four-time parade All-American, like, only Kareem did that. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? And like, like there was there there like hearing the uh, private school and then the hood. You know what I mean? Like it's like I can see that in your game. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can see like the style and then the architecture of like yo. I mean business. You feel me? Yeah, because you know I had. Uh, both worlds because I played at Archbishop Lloyd High School, but I played city uh, ball with Riverside Church, Dow Jones. So I saw I saw both worlds. So when I went to my high school, I had to be uh, fundamentally fundamentally sound. But when I played, you know, outside ball in the summer, it was over. I could do whatever. <laughs> I could do whatever. So, right. so Coach Curry wasn't there. He wasn't coaching me then yeah. in the summer. Yeah. I was able to just open up and do what I do what I can, you know. So that was the work. That was that's how I came up in the game of basketball through New York. It was just awesome play in the playgrounds. Played till sun sun come up. You know, it was crazy. Not, not nine in the morning till like twelve at midnight. The lights was cut off. I still was shooting down there. But then I went to high school where everything was just fundamentally sound. Right, right. So I had I had both, I have you know I had both worlds. So you know I was. I couldn't fail, yeah. and that's what I knew. I couldn't fail if I listened. Mm. If I listened, if I listened, and the most and a lot of kids in my era, my they didn't listen yeah. to the peers who was trying to teach them the right way, right. and I did, and I was able to get out of the ghetto. Yo, yo, yo! We gotta tap in real quick. We, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. I mean, and they say, like, you know, the best teachers are the best listeners. The best students yep. are the best listeners that become the ones that kind of master their craft. Now, uh, you know, I, I got some producers here, and they always, like, want to keep me on schedule. But I got a question that is has been percolating. Now, there's a movie, uh, one of my favorite movies, called Above the Rim. And yeah. I, I want to ask you this question. Did they meet with you or were they trying to emulate like a Kenny Anderson vibe and above the rim? And like, yeah. you, you, you know, like, did you have anything to do with that? Or like, cause that was like your era. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was my era. And no, I, I didn't, but you know, it was I just, feel like was they different. was trying to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, a, lot of people, a lot of people say that. Yeah. But they, they never came to me, you know, you know, um, they just did it and 
But they, 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 I knew they probably read a lot yeah. of my articles. Yeah, that's they, what I'm saying. They, they yeah. didn't want to pay me. They didn't want to pay me. So they did it that way. <laughs> yeah. I, I really believe that. Yeah, I do too. And, 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 and it's a testament to how big you were in high school, yeah. right? Yes. That, you know, like this story, because I'm watching Above the Rim, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is Kenny Anderson, but he just yeah, going to Georgetown yeah. instead of Georgia Tech. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so, yeah. you know, for me, just kind of walking through it, you come through, you parade All-American, McDonald's All-American, you got uh, Player of the Year, all that, and now it's like you decide to lead New York. Yeah. How did New York feel? Where were you going to go if you didn't go to Georgia Tech? That's what we want to know. Oh, it's easy, man. I was going to Syracuse. Everybody okay. knew that. <laughs> Earl Washington, you know, was a, my idol from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Yep. He, now, now, BD, you you great point guard and all that. Uh-huh. But Pearl Washington is the baddest dude yeah. that came out of New York City. What? Badder than me, badder than everybody. Uh, man, I he, hear about he, Pearl all the so time. He was that guy that everybody wanted to be. Mm. I'm telling you. Um, uh, me, Rod Strick, yep. uh, Mark Jackson. Yep. He was in that era. Kenny Smith. He was in Kenny Smith, Mark Jackson, and Rod Strickland era. Got it. The, but he was that guy, man. Yeah. He was the dude. He so was I, the was, dude. I wanted to go to Syracuse. Uh. I swear I wanted to go to Syracuse. <laughs> what happened? He my was mother, there. My mother was like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. You got go. to go. And to this day, rest in peace, Mom. I got to tell her. I think she got paid, man, and they tell me. They gave me none of the money. That's all about it. Gave me a little bit here and there. Hey, that's the you best way no to money. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Mom. Moms, that was a guy. That was a good push. We needed him at Georgia Tech. Man, anyway. that's, that's real, man. That's real. Man, and then talk about, like, you know, you at Georgia Tech, but, like, when you were growing up in New York, you know, yeah. you playing against Rod Strickland. You playing against yeah. Kenny, uh, older Kenny Smith. You know, Mark yeah. Jackson. Oh, like you getting groomed. Golly, yeah. man, yeah, you that's... getting groomed by like point guards yeah, in the guys. making. You know what I'm saying? These guys, these guys was awesome, and um, <laughs> I learned from them. I learned from them, man. Yeah. And I just took it and went, you know, and went above and beyond, and was able to help out, help my mother out. Yeah. But those guys before me, they were New York greats. Rod, Mark. Yeah, uh, Kenny Pearl. They, they, those are the guys I watch, man, and I love them, and I wanted to be just like them, and I wanted and, and be real. I wanted to be better, yeah. but them, them are my guys who I look up to. Right uh, to this day, those are my guys. Absolutely, man, and and, and it's crazy. We had Mark, we had Rod on the show, and man, that's all they talk about. Kenny A. <laughs> right, we had Sham God, we had Rafer on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. Kenny A. You know what I mean, yeah. and it's like, like the, like the love. It's similar to like how we are out here in the West. It's like the love, yeah. and like the levels, right? It's like okay, four years you got, you got in four years you getting Mark Jackson, Kenny Anderson, uh, Kenny Smith, Rod Strickland. Uh, you fucking, you know what I mean? It's like, and it, yeah. and it, and it, and it just, it just keep going and just keep going, and generations yeah. and like. Yeah, I gotta from, see. I gotta say something about your game. The the biggest highlight, the the illest highlight of your game was when you was with Golden State and you dunked on the other. <laughs> so the illest, the illest, I was the illest. You dunked on 
Kekalinko, yeah. I'm the Kekalinko from Utah. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it was good. I was like, oh. Yo, I watched the video. Every time I see that, it was nuts. And y'all was the HC. Y'all yeah. beat them. It was crazy, no. man. You had a great career. Man, and I was, I was so happy that I got the chance to play with you in New Orleans. That great, was, no, nah, nah, that was so crazy. I got because it's like you, my childhood idol. You know what I mean? Like you, one of them ones. You dig what Yo, I'm saying? You. you know how we was rocking in New Orleans. It was like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, it was great, they, man. We was having so much fun, and every yeah. day, I don't know if you know it, but every day I woke up, dude. Me and Dart, remember Dart? Yeah, yeah, me man, and Dart. Man, yeah. Hey, Dart, I would train for you in practice. <laughs> So I wake up yeah, at seven. Yeah. I wake up at seven thirty. Cause I'll be like, "Damn, dude, this motherfucker keep busting my ass at, at, every day, bro." And it yeah. wasn't. It was. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking. It wasn't a day that you weren't having your way. And I was. Yeah. And 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 I remember, me and Dart was riding back home, and I'm like, "Damn, Dart, like shit, like like I can't. I, I like he's like, man, you gotta learn." He was like, you yeah, ain't gonna. Yeah. He was like, you ain't gonna play against nobody. Like you playing against yeah. a starting All Star NBA point guard in practice every day. Yeah. You gotta listen and learn. You gotta yeah. watch what he do. You know what I mean? That's, you why got, I, that's why I think a lot of these young young studs don't. You know, they don't do it now. Yeah. They don't listen, like you said. You know. Yeah. You know, I mean, for me, man. Yeah. For me, it was like, man. And then after that, I think the next year I start working on my left because I start yeah. emulating you. Me and Dart yeah. went the whole next summer. I, and, and you can ask anybody. I did not shoot the ball with my right hand when I played pickup. All I was wow. doing was trying to get to my Kenny Anderson curl and get to, yeah. the, and get to the cross to the middle of the lane and shoot a floater. But I could shoot with my – I shot with my right hand. So I was like, yeah. yo, if I can get your curl and, and yeah. think that I'm you – you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and emulate yeah. you, then now I got a left hand lay. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. got a spin to a like I can I, I'm a bigger dude, so I can yeah. take yeah. some of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even like remember yeah. how you used to come out the pick and roll and drop it? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like before they was calling it a split, you was dropping it. Yeah. So you was coming yeah. off, you was dropping that bitch, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then sliding in between. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Before they was telling you to split it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like you was coming yep. off the curl, leaning the big dude, and then throwing yep. it back with the same hand. You know what I'm saying? And so like, I'm like, I'm tracking all this shit. I'm tracking all this shit. I'm tracking all this shit. You know what I mean? And so like for me, my roses to you, bro, is like, man, I appreciate you because you had so much, you brought so much goodness to me. You brought so much impact to my game. And the fact that like this whole shit, of what we went through in the NBA. Like the fact that I got to rock with you. Yeah. And we was out there on that court getting down. You know what I mean? It's like when you come in the game, you already know I'm sliding to the two. You know what I mean? I I get to get loose a little bit. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, for me, it was like, man, I I get to play with a legend. So I'm going to learn as much as I possibly can. You know what I'm saying? For you, like, who are some of the legends that, you know, like you play with, that you growing up, you grew up playing with, that you was just like, damn, dog, like. So I, I, you know, your guy from out there, everybody know Paul Pierce. When I was in, played with him, he was just a great pro. Yeah. 
great. He was a great pro, man. Worked on his skill set with the Celtics. We went to the championship yep. in the East. We lost the Jersey Nets. Yep. He was a great, great pro, but also a great person too, yeah. man. Um, yep. Antoine Walker was awesome yep. from Y'all Chicago. Had a whip, dude. Yeah, yeah. Had a whip. Talk about yeah, like talk about like uh, the moment of being drafted, right? Because it's like you come out, you know, you at Georgia Tech. You know, you're coming after Mark Price. You set a whole standard. You know what I mean? For like, oh, shit, Georgia Tech is about to be the new point guard university. You know what I mean? Because of King uh, yeah. Anderson. When I went to Georgia Tech, you're saying, right? Yeah. When I, yeah, when I went to Georgia Tech, it was great. It was awesome. I, I wasn't sure, though. Uh-huh. When I practiced the first week with Georgia Tech, I wasn't sure how we was going to – all come together as a team. Right. So I thought I met, I thought when my, I was like thinking about Syracuse. Yeah. The first month, I definitely was like, maybe I made the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. But then I started practicing and working out with Dennis Scott, Brian Oliver, um, um, Malcolm Mackey, uh, Carl Brown, Mm -hmm. uh, Johnny McNeil. I played with, and we, and we would, and we just started clicking. We started clicking. And that's what happened, man. Yeah, when you got team chemistry, yep. man, that goes a long way when you got some talented players. And that's what we had. All three of us, myself, Brian Oliver, Dennis Scott, we averaged 20, and uh, and nobody else, right. they were just doing what it took to win ball games on yeah. defense. They were just sacrificing their games for us to win. Right. And that's the first time, that's the second time that I saw you know, a, a team, a, basically a team. Because in high school, I had a team. In college, I had a team. Yeah. It, it was just nuts, man. It, it was, it was you set a standard and a pedigree for winning anyway, right? Yes. So you come in, yeah. in there and you got shooters, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, one, talk about, like, from a point guard perspective, right? When you walking into that, your mind is in Syracuse, Right. How do yeah. you what how do you change it, right? Because you could have kept your mind in Syracuse and not did what you were supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like like for these no. young point guards yeah. out here, like how yeah. do they get out of man, I should have been here, but I'm here yeah. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that was, that just happened to mind. I just I just stopped, you know, thinking and I want that I started loving Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atlanta with Georgia. I just started you know, seeing a different, you know, the South, Yeah. you know, for the first time being away from New York home, I started getting out, seeing things. It was just awesome right. being in Atlanta, um, being at Georgia Tech, the, the academics was, it was, now the academics was tough yeah. at Georgia Tech. <laughs> That's what they but, say. Yeah. It's very tough there. It's, a, it's one of the top engineering schools in the, in the country. Uh-huh. And, uh, and it was just tough, but I worked it hard. Uh, Coach Crimmins, the, the the school yeah. they had us you know they had they had professors and things of that nature that worked with you yeah. so that was awesome but uh it was just a great school yeah just go to everything not just the basketball right but just it's in the inner it's just in the Atlanta culture. the inner city yeah. Atlanta it's just a, it's just a great school man yeah shout out to Georgia Tech shout out to Coach Crimmins uh, another question like where would you be and where would your life be if you didn't have basketball. Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. 